Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number 35. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and we are back for another fun-filled episode. Joining me as always is the writer extraordinaire, my right-hand man in all things QGN, Mr. Evarwin. Dova Widget and chat room. Glad to be here. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. As always. Alright then, our next host with the most, as you guys know him as the lore master, Louis Salon. Thank you, Joe. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Glad to be here. Man, someone's got some uh, loud crickets going on out there. Crickets, yeah. That's that like an, uh, an industrial strength sprinkler. mega cicada. <laughs> <laughs> with the mega Streisand. I mean... <laughs> right, anyway. And the man with the uh, green pigtails, he's not, he's feeling underneath the weather t- today and this entire week, the poor guy, Mr. David Adams. Hey, everybody. Hey, chat room. Hello, my fellow hosts. How are you doing today? Oh, hello, Azar. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> All right. Now that we're done being stupid. Queenly wave. Queenly wave. We are never done being stupid. Be polite when you talk. Be sure to enunciate something that Joe often does not do. Because his English is strong. Alright, let's get into the business. Mr. Marwin. Okay, this show is sponsored by, in part, by Continue, the fantasy novel written by... Junior Wilson himself, a.k.a. Joe Wilson, the producer extraordinaire of our network and lead host of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Currently, the book is in e-format, but with your help, you can turn this e-book into paperback novel by donating to Joe's Continue Kickstarter. We're almost there, guys. Well, we're like uh, 40%, you said, Joe? We're getting there? Yeah, 17 days left at 40%. All right, all right. Time is a-ticking. No money and, uh, is earned unless it hits goal. It would be great if, if you guys could uh, could toss in a couple extra dollars here and there and get them up to uh, get them up to the goal. Now the way the way we had this we said this earlier, Joe, was uh, you got to head over to Kickstarter.com and search for Continue. Is there a better way of, of doing this, or is that still the best way? Uh, we have a link directly on our forums. If you go to uh, QuestGamingCommunity.com, there's a link in our forums for that. Also, I believe there's a couple of links on our website, and Middle Earth Network did a press release of it, so if you go to MiddleEarthNetwork.com and go to their news, it's there as well. 
Very good. Uh, Shrek Debar wants to know if he can donate his sister to the cause. And if his she's sister. over 18 and hot, then yes. Otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> she might oh, make for a nice, a nice appearance on the cover. <laughs> now, Joe, I mean, uh, didn't you, didn't you already start like number two? Isn't that in the works right now? Yeah, number two's been actually been in the works for a while. It's actually, it's more like number point five. It's the prequel to Continue. It's the story of John's... Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's the story that happened before Continue and how conti- how it, it leads up to the events that occur in Continue right now. Before and, Ye Merry Old Plane Ride? Yeah, Ye, ye Merry Old Plane Ride. I had a lot of fans of the book ask me a ton <laughs> of questions about the lore and story the background, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and tell them the proper way and write it into a book. And that's called The Fall of Continua, tentative title. The, if I get published with it, it could get a different name. But I am also have the sequel planned, which is called The Rise of Continua, which is going to happen a few hundred years after the events of Continua. All right, and, and that'll be aptly named The Return of John. <laughs> he, no. uh, I'm not going anywhere on that, but anyway... C O N T I N I A. Let's let's give let's give Joe a kickstart by going to Kickstarter.com and search for Continue. Let's get this series off the ground. Also, our show is sponsored by TESAlliance.org, a web community dedicated to modding and modding education for the Elder Scrolls. Head over to TESAlliance.org. And lest we not forget, the one and only main sponsor for for our our wonderful show here and for a good portion of our network tweetaudio.com yes indeed guys tweetaudio.com affordable earbuds for your smartphone or your mp3 device these things are engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability and they start at 1995 but if you use the code off the record You'll get 30% off, plus free shipping, a lifetime warranty at tweakedaudio.com. You'll choose from not one, not two, not three, but four styles, and not one, not three, not five, but six unique colors, including wood. Come on, guys. You know you want a little wood. Off the record is the code. 30% off, free shipping, <laughs> lifetime warranty, tweakedaudio.com. Head over there. Tell them, tell them we said hi. Well, gentlemen, we have some meat and potatoes to get into. Oh, oh yes! I actually spent more time in Skyrim the last few days than I have in about a month and a half combined. Mm. I've been having so much fun because I fixed my crash issue. One of what our was it? Um, one of our fans has been tweeting constantly about the same issue and a fix regarding it. Um, oh yeah, and I can't yeah. remember his name right now. That's uh, that's um, oh yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. He he has a, a very ethnic name, and if I say it, it might I might say it wrong, and might come out come out funky. But um, <laughs> Shank, Shank Shank the Tank yeah, Shank is the tank. is kind of how he's known on Twitter. Our good old buddy Shank. So I took his advice, which was the sounds of Skyrim that caused the crash for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the case. I crashed shortly after I uninstalled it. So I went through my other, like, audio and visual bugs I thought, or mod, add-on mods I think would not affect it at all. And when I took out Better Riften, it never crashed again. 
Hmm. Okay. One mod that deals with one area was causing all of my crashes. Wow. Hmm. So I played. I've now put in seven, eight hours nonstop without a crash at all, and it's been fantastic. I am having so much fun. I live streamed yesterday, and I got my girl decked out. She's almost in complete uh, Daedra armor. She has a bone shield, a dragon bone shield, dragon bone sword, dragon oh. bone bow. All of them are double enchanted. The shield has 51% resistance to frost and fire. My boots have 38% resistance to the frost and fire. So she's a monster, a walking tank that shoots missiles. So, but Joe, you're still using the the, the mod, right, for the armor? Oh, heck yeah. All right. So I just, no, just want to make sure yeah, this would, is dragon bone thong armor. Okay. If this kept <laughs> crashing, I still play it every 10 minutes. I don't care. I want that mod. <laughs> no, it's always going to stay. Damn you all. <laughs> Dragon bone thong armor. It's actually uh, Daedra. That sounds horrible. <laughs> She's got like this sexy chain that goes around her thigh. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Lips is saying uh, bone thong. Liz is saying bone thong in the chat room. <laughs> is this is like a, a cod piece. <laughs> this is like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. <laughs> So I was doing the whole Dongard quest chain, and I was thinking about it more and more as I was going through it. I'm missing one key element from my archer that was driving me nuts What's all that? this morning. I don't have my three-level slow time shout yet. Every time I play an archer, I have to have it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I stopped yeah. playing the main story. I got to the point where... Let me see... Um, I found that certain priest and brought him back to Dongard Keep. Okay. Did he like that? The uh, Yeah, that one priest dude that you have to get to read the certain document. Yeah, the doc, the documents. The documents, yeah. Um, Project Blue Book? We had an email that came in today, actually, that said uh, she hasn't listened to our podcast in the last month because she didn't want any spoilers. <gasps> We're a spoiler-free <gasps> podcast. Don't worry. Come listen. It's okay. Die right in. It's all right. It's okay. Um, so I, I stopped it right there and said, I am. I, I finally got the ability to make bolts. You have to do a certain level into the quest chain before you can make bolts. You have to get find two people that they require for extra help. Once you get them, you can make a, a steel crossbow and steel bolts. Steel bolts, it's ridiculous. It takes one steel bar and a firewood to make only ten. And at my high level, it's actually very, very hard for me to get steel. Because they always want to really? see ebony and all the higher in ores. Steel is actually a pain in the neck for, for me to come by. I was able to make 60 bolts. I said, screw it, and went off and went after my shouts. I got the second level shout, which you have to... It's the very first dungeon you go into if you go through um, the milk drinker side. <laughs> uh, so I went milk drinker. And I went milk drinker. <laughs> So I got that slow time shot really quick because you have to get the jagged crown. It's in so that after dungeon. Get, after getting uh, all that vitamin D and fortifying my bones. <laughs> so you got to get Brago to do these, Yvonne. You want to get the slow time shouts. Yes. So you got to go to the jagged crown, which you have to do the very first main quest that they have you do when you're with the milk drinker clan. Um, the one before that is at Hag's End. That one you don't need to. You don't have any prerequisites for. You can just go right in and get it. 
And the third one is the big pain in the neck, which I am doing right now, and that's the Mage College quest chain. Because the third one is at the very end of the very last quest for the Mage College quest. Brago will live without it. (laughs) It's worth it. I swear to you, dude, it is so worth the pain of going through that slow-paced story. The story is decent. It was great the first time I went through it, but it is so tedious when you're trying to just to get through it. It's like, shut up, shut up, and let me go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Gosh, uh, man. You found an old Chloe thing down here. Yeah, I had my bow out, arrow pointing at his head. Can I please kill him? Can I please just kill him? <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it for fear I wouldn't be able to complete the quest, so. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You never go for a milk drinker. <laughs> I'm still laughing at this in the chat room. Crispy Crackers says, "You never go for a milk drinker." <laughs> what do you mean, you Nord? <laughs> so I got, I got most of the way. I'm down to the la- very last two quests for the ma- the mage quest, college quest chain. I can't, I, seriously, I can't wait to go back in Labyrinthian. It's my favorite dungeon in the game. Mm. That's gonna be so much fun to do again, especially because my girl is so <clears throat> epic right now. That I one shot a regular dragon today, as it was flying overhead. I wow! I, I went crazy. over to White Run, and a dragon was attacking just outside by the stable. Mm-hmm. I saw it flying overhead, turned around, pulled, knocked an arrow, and shot it. The thing burst into flames and crashed to the ground dead. I was just like one of those, ooh, <laughs> I'm badass. <laughs> wow, you poacher, you. <laughs> The king wants a word with you for poaching his dragons. <laughs> That's, like, freaking awesome, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. Actually, you're going to love the mod that we with that bow. Yeah, Skype just did that little promise been having since it updated. Uh-huh. Where it freezes for a second, and I hear nothing for, like, three seconds. Oh, great. So you were That's saying... Great. I was saying that... <laughs> You're going to love that mod that we're featuring um, later on in the crafting table because it's designed specifically for people like yourself who are gods of Skyrim. <laughs> Sweet. I'm just avoiding. I'm going to get my revenge on that painted cow. I swear that to myself today. I was <laughs> near that area mm-hmm. and I actually went hunting for the painted cow because I, I got to put an arrow through its forehead and make sure it wasn't some kind of fluke. Now, I swear, yeah. if that painted cow, if I shoot an arrow at that painted cow and it hits it in the head and somehow I wind up dead. I am turning <laughs> off the game forever. <laughs> I am Are you really off re- ready to tempt fate like that? I don't know. Widget Bang keeps on mooing at me and saying you gotta do it, so I don't know. And by the way, I got rid of my of um, Matthew Moat, my follower, because he was just getting in my way the entire time. It was annoying as sin. Mm. But I'm still using Widget Bang. Okay. He works so like it's... a great little um, diversion. I'll go into a room with 50 different mobs, and I'm sneaky, sneaky. They'll go in there, chase all of them down, butchering them. And all I have to do is just sit there sneaking and just ping him one on time as he's mooing and slaughtering everything with his painted cow weirdness. I kind of wish Skyrim had a function where you could, like in Tor, um, you could hit, like, Control-1 and send your, your companion to, to go attack while you hang out in the back and do what you got to do. Because Can I feel like... That? I don't know. Can you? you Am can I just, just, you talk you to your, your companion. Yeah. They ask, you tell them, "Hey, I need you to do something." And then can't you select an enemy and have them go and attack them? You sure can. 
Yeah, but then you got to go through the whole the chat options yeah, in order annoying. to is do it. Keyboard shortcut, something like that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a way you can program it for a keyboard shortcut because I mean, you could you could set this this uh, the you could set this up for um, the Xbox Connect as well. I got a I have a guilty it's thing I have to admit. I was talking in the chat room yesterday when I was playing the games, thinking my girl is extremely hot, so I want to marry her. So I'm going to have my follower of me marry her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got to talk to Jenny. This could be brand new. A new psychosis where you live vicariously through your mod. <laughs> so <laughs> Through what your own avatar. Technically, you. <laughs> I'm going to be marrying the hottest girl in Skyrim who's a complete BA. Sort of. Well, sort of. That's kind of <laughs> creepy. Joe is playing his character who's marrying himself. Isn't that like Who's a cool marrying paradox? his character that he's playing? Isn't that like like, hmm. like a really cool paradox? You know, it somewhere sounds... the time space fabric is just ripping. Yeah, yeah Joe, don't do apart. this. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like a Broadway play now that you mention it. <laughs> Maybe I should write a book about it. And then everybody yeah. <laughs> wondered how the sliders started. Right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Maybe the next jump will be the jump home, right, Joe? <laughs> wow! Like a wow. completely obscure quantum leap reference right there. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's get Ziggy. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right, then. <laughs> All right, I'm me and my my pew pew antics everywhere. Um, I want to hear about Ibarwin's pew pew. I'm trying to hide from all the pew pew going around <laughs> down around my ears. Um, speaking of of pew pew, I haven't touched my paladin because I have restarted Brago, the virtuous thief. You know, I gotta tell you something. I had so much fun watching you last week do that. I want you to do that after the show tonight, so I can watch you while I edit again. You mean um, uh, play Brago, right? That's yes, what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Like, Not the other. Kind of creepy. No, no, the Brago. Yeah, the Brago. <laughs> Character thing, pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh it was gross. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is. He is the virtuous thief. So he's not a paladin. He's a thief. He steals things. He's not mine, but I'm going to take it for myself. See, um, but he does it in a nice way. Really? May I please steal that from your pocket? Why, thank yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, Avarwin? He, yeah. he steals things in a nice way? In a nice way, yeah. And I was trying to figure <laughs> out, how do, how does a thief do this? Well, it's quite simple, actually. <laughs> you get quests. You told uh, go over here, kill the bandits. I go over there, kill the bandits, and I steal everything else in their pockets. <laughs> Goes up to a guy. Hey, sir, I'm sorry. I am stealing from you right now. Yeah, I just stole from you. Have a great day. <laughs> it's like it's like modern policing. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um so that's that's basically uh what what I'm how I'm playing this guy, all right? He doesn't steal from innocent NPCs, only from bandits and their ilk through pickpocketing. So he actually he's kind of like a Khajiit Robin Hood. Okay. Did you ever kill anyone? Yes, but they're all bad. But they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Um, all right, so after clearing Helgen last week, I headed uh, I headed south into uh, into Falkreath. Giggity, giggity. 
And I, I never really did any of the quests in Falkreath. It's because it's, it's one of those those you know dead end backwards towns that everyone's trying to move away from but gets stuck in. You know? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of, one of those where you know there's some kind of weird cult going on in the background. Yeah, or like yeah, a it, song. I, I live there. It's called Pensacola. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Uh, I, I decided to go hang out in Falkreath for a little bit, and when I walked into Falkreath, it was dark outside, so uh, instead of, you know, opening up a door and breaking the law and sleeping on someone's dead body, like my other thief character assassin used to do, I decided to go to the inn. And I met the love of my life, or the love of Brago's life, who is a, a red-headed, uh, uh, I guess, wench, you can call him, a serve, you know, I don't know. Mead maid, I guess. Mead maid, sure. There you go. Is she one of those lizard people? No. That would have been hilarious. She's a redheaded Nord. Redheaded Nord girl. She's cute. In any event. um... (laughs) She's the Wendy's of Skyrim. I can just see him going up to her, just rubbing against her legs, purring. Her legs purring. I want to curl up on your lap. Until the hairball comes up. Please pet me. <laughs> it just shoots the romantic mood. You know you have to pet me. Has anyone ever told you you have the most beautiful eyes in all of Falkreath? You're the only woman in Falkreath? Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tenses. <laughs> Things are looking good for me, yes? Purple? <laughs> So uh, I, I ran around Falkreath picking up general quests. There was uh, an old hermit there, and he was basically like, hey, there's dead people over there. Go get them and kill them for me. I was like, awesome. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 I got to mute up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave's down for the count. Poor Dave. There he goes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I ran into some, I don't know, tomb, killed a whole bunch of dead stuff, came back. He was happy. Gave, got him a book. He wanted a book. Got him a book. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, sounds it was thrilling. Stuff. What's that, Joe? Sounds very thrilling. It, well, you know what the best part about this thing was? You go in, I, I, I forget the name of the tomb, but you, you go into there and it's, it's this one tomb where it's got a, it has a, um, a trigger on the floor at one particular point, and you step on the trigger, and this oh, huge like iron gate with spikes comes swinging around. Yeah, that really narrows it down. Hmm. Yeah, well, I know that. I know that particular <laughs> because a lot of places. I was gonna say that's like eighty percent of the dungeons in Skyrim, but okay, <laughs> I get yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, well, this one has it where if you're that close, you've got about three or four more Draugr coming at you at that point. So, um, and seventy-five percent. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. You remember this? Okay. I, at least I'm being specific enough to to for Joe to to remember. Um, so I had three or four, and I knew I I've been through this you know a couple of times before. So I knew three or four Draugr were are already on their way over to me. So I walked past the trigger, made sure I walked around it, and inside this um this corridor, which is just beyond this trap is uh, another trap where there are hanging lanterns. And of course if you, you know, you knock the lanterns on the ground, there's going to be, you know, oil or whatever it is, uh, Skyrim oil we'll call it, and it ignites and everything gets on fire and it's hysterical. So... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
You named the oil Skyrim oil. Skyrim oil. Skyrim oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no 30 oil. weight Skyrim oil. <laughs> God. I use it to pop up the cow. Made from <laughs> the finest, made from the finest ancient dragons. W40. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I knew these guys were common, so I waited for one of them to show their ugly face. Blasted him in the face with a uh, with an arrow. He staggers back a little bit. Two others come running up. So now they're all grouped up together, and they start running at me. I pop off another one, uh, another arrow. Hits the lantern. Lantern drops. Hits the oil. Skyrim oil goes up in flame. Draugr goes up in flame, and they're still running at me. I'm like, this is great. I got flaming Draugr coming at me. This is hysterical. I'm loving this. I got the biggest smile on my face right now. I turn tail. Literally. Right. <laughs> the trigger. Jump over the trigger. Who hits the trigger? The three Draugr who are coming at me. Demon. I turn around because I know what's coming at the Draugr is a huge metal awesomeness. <laughs> it was so hilarious. This Draugr comes swinging around, slams the Draugr right in the face, all of them dead. <laughs> you know what came to my mind that entire time I was watching you, Subaron? Yeah. Wait for it. Ultra Combo! <laughs> <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> um, so I, I got the, like the biggest smile on my face. I'm I'm laughing and I'm like Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin. <laughs> Fist pump. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Dragger zero, Kajit one. <laughs> I win. I win. Aha! Pretty awesome. So I had fun doing that. <laughs> Clearly, got the book back to the uh, the old crotchety guy who who plays with. Bodies and fall creep. Uh, <laughs> Another one for the old guy. <laughs> so uh, I finished that one. That was great. And then basically, what I've been doing is just kind of like roaming around Falkreath, uh, around the general vicinity, just going into like you know random caves, abandoned encampments, ruins, just you know leveling up, killing old bunch of you know. Decrepit undead things and mean bandit guys trying to take me out first. And I found a talking dog, so I started the quest, uh, Dangerous Best Friend, which I tweeted. I don't know why the dog has a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yo, all, all dogs. What are you talking about? Accent. What's up, yo? Have you yeah, seen all dogs go to heaven? You, uh, all dogs have a Brooklyn here? accent. I guess. I, I don't know. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, and why are you having a dog around with you anyway? You're a talking cat. Well, that was the best friends with a talking dog. Talking <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. I'm, I'm walking around uh, the main road because the, the blacksmith says he lost his dog. And uh, I saw him around the main road. I'm like, all right, let me see if I can find this guy's dog. So I run up to the main road, and here he comes out of nowhere. He's like, hey, uh, I, got a, I got a question for you over there. I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come from? Am I at work? What is this? <laughs> I mean, in this day, Jack Prince, uh, you know, we kind of had it falling out, and uh, it'd be really great if you helped me out, you know, because you help a dog out. Uh, I'm like, what the? <laughs> what is this? Oh my God. I think Men in Black and Skyrim. <laughs> and all, <laughs> and all, all I'm thinking of is is Dave, when, we, when he spoke about this months and months and months ago, I'm thinking to myself, I have the choice. I could either kill the dog. <laughs> 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 Kill a dog is kill justice. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, at least I know how this is going to end for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I couldn't pass up. I couldn't pass up <laughs> the the bipedal cat with a dog fox combo. I couldn't pass it up. <laughs> so I'm running around with a dog with a Brooklyn accent. Kind of like me with the uh, paradox of having a painted cow as my hey. companion. Yes, it, the it's very similar to that. It is it is uh, just as paradoxical. <laughs> Um, what else? What else? Uh, yeah. Archery, sneaking. Those are the, uh, the two trees that I've really been putting points into. I'm three out of five in stealth. I picked up muffled movement, backstab, deadly aim, assassin's blade. Uh, three out of five in overdraw, one out of two in steady hand, one out of three in critical shot. I got eagle eye, which is amazing. I love Uh that skill. (laughs) I picked up Meridia's beacon somewhere in a chest, in a cave, after I think I killed a vampire or two. (laughs) Uh, I'm on a dangerous best friend and Dawn God right now. There is something so. really funny I forgot to mention mm-hmm. in my playthrough, if you can bear with me. There Let's is eat. this uh, uh, Felglow Keep, which is a part of a quest you have to do for the Mage College quest chain. And there's this really pain-in-the-neck conjurer that you have to fight at the very end of it. She summons these two Frost Antriarchs, and she's a pain-in-the-neck to kill. So I was... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> she goes through her whole speech. You can't be in stealth when you fight her. It's one of those fights that drives me nuts about playing a stealth character. Mm-hmm. Because you can't be in stealth. The game glitched for me for one second. And as soon as she hit her speech and started to attack, it allowed me to go right into stealth. I had literally, get this, a little bit less than a one second to hit stealth, draw my arrow, and shoot it before it forced me out of stealth. As soon as I got, as, as I was getting up, it went right to a kill cam shot with the arrow going straight to her forehead, plunked it directly between her nose and her eyeballs, sent her wow. across the room dead, and her two frost entryarchs kept on summoning in and out, summoning in and out because they didn't know what to do until finally it just stopped. Wow. Awesome. It's one of those moments I wish I could have filmed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Great job, Joe. Great job. Totally. I had to get that out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's that's it. That's uh, that's that's my week. That's what I've done this week. Um, next week, uh, well, this week I should say, I'm looking forward to uh, getting my sneaking up a little bit more. You know, just you know, kind of working on on all those those skills a little bit more. Um, I'm thinking about starting down one of the magic paths. Not a hundred percent sure which one. I should go with. I know I don't want to do restoration because I'm used to doing that. Yeah. With my paladin. <clears throat> with this one, you just rely on potions, man. You don't have to worry about it. I don't even do anything with magic. The best thing that I, I'm, I'm strictly like, okay, I need you need your melee at some point for those sticky situations where you're up close. Well, I don't really ever use melee anymore because my archery is so ba right now. But yeah. work on your either your light armor or heavy armor. Get those defenses built up just to be on the safe side. Yeah, I was considering that too. Parker, Parker in the chat room, uh, a good a good friend of ours, uh, is saying uh, illusion magic is is definitely good. That's and uh, Aranjan is saying magic. I never use magic either. Arjun, illusion yeah. could help. Good. I don't know. I'll look into it. What do you guys think? Do you think I should do illusion? Look through the illusion tree and see what you think, and see if there's anything that you can use to combo with your archery mm-hmm. down the road. Mm-hmm. I know that there are some abilities that can work really that can be really useful, but the thing is that that gets me is when you get high level archery, high level sneak combined with those, 
illusion becomes a moot point. Because a lot of the yeah. illusions, like throwing your, you know, confusing your opponents, things like that, you don't need it at high levels with archery and sneak. When you're about 25-ish, you'll be sitting there hitting one person, killing them on the first shot. Everyone goes, huh? They go to that dead body and stare at them while you pick them one time <laughs> off. Oh, what happened? What's the dead body? That's what happened. <clears throat> so this, it becomes kind of a mute point later on. Well, uh, Parker in the chat room, thank you for the uh, thank you for the the tip, and um, you know I'll look into it. You know I, I'm really I, I'm like I said I wanted to look into it, but, but you know Joe, I think the uh, the light armor thing might be for my level right now a bit more suitable because I do I do sneak up behind characters as well. I've I've got the the um, fifteen times uh, dagger oh, yeah, damage. The dagger, sweet, love it. You're the full package. Yeah, hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lou, how was your week, man? Oh, I finally got the hell out of Blackreach. <laughs> nice. The past couple of days. Um, I spent my time going around exploring because I'm one of those players, especially for Diablo, where I, I can't stand to have a, a, a black spot on the map. I'm going to go all the way over and, and open it up of, and see, what it is, see what's over there. So that's just been uh, the bulk uh, just going through Blackbeard, just opening up the entire map and just finding out what's there. You know, making sure that giant didn't respawn somewhere or he was truly alone, just the one giant in there. Who puts a giant in a cavern like that, first of all? <laughs> okay? <laughs> I remember I said that last week, who puts a giant there? God, seriously. <laughs> but finally got it opened up, and I finally found uh, the tower that you need for that part of the quest for the, to retrieve the Elder Scroll. Okay. And I was just like, my God, I, I must have passed this area a dozen times and I never noticed this was on the map. Because <laughs> I was either too busy killing things or running away from something. And then when I looked at it, I was like, wow, you know, I could have gone out of here maybe yesterday, but all right, I'll take it. I'll take it for what it is. Last year in Skyrim time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am also getting to the point where I'm running out of soul stones to use. So I, I made it out to myself to ask you guys where I could get more. I mean, is there a way to mine them or make them somewhere? Or just, yeah, I, I just have to keep finding them? In Blackreach. Yeah, in Black- you can mine okay. them in Blackreach, where you just uh, which, got out of. What's that? Where you just escaped from is where they're all at. Uh, which, uh, which ore? Cost Any ore. You just mine them when they have a chance to drop. I think there's also uh, Soul Gem ore that you can find. There is. It's the geodes. The geodes. geodes. Okay. Yeah, And if you go in there, mine all the geodes, you get a ton of soul gems. You can go back out in the world world. I believe you wait like six to seven days in-game. You mm-hmm. can go back in there, and they all respawn. Mm-hmm. And you can oh, remine nice. them. I did that four times. Yep. And if you can't wait for that, you can always just go back up through any of the um, dwarven ruins. And pretty much every one of their creations runs on a soul gem. It's actually really easy, Dave. I mean, I just went down there, did my thing, got all the ores, went up, did a couple of quests, went back down there, and was ready to go again. Yeah. I had two or three hundred soul gems. Yeah, that, that's definitely the easiest way to do it. Nice. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, even though I have Azura Star, you know, I'm still running out of stones. And the fact is, uh, you know, I'm dual wielding weapons, the two swords, and, you know, the nightingale bow. You know, and so these are so many charges. I use these things all the time. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah initially, when I enchanted my swords that I'm using now, my enchanting wasn't that high at all. So at most, they can hold, gosh, maybe twenty five, thirty <clears throat> charges. And in a good fight, I'll just, just 
I'll just blow through that amount without even thinking about it and realize, oh, well, gosh, I gotta, I, yeah, I got to charge them again. Yeah. So now, you know, it's at the point where I have to go out and actually find some more of these things quickly. <laughs> how, how far are you into conjuration? Oh, that is one school I have totally ignored. Because isn't that, there? I think there's a perk in Conjuration that every time you kill something with a soul, you get a portion of that soul returned to your weapon. Hmm. Did I know that? There, there are certain weapons that it won't work for, specifically named ones. I'm not sure about the Nightingale bow, but I know for randomly dropped weapons that use up uh, their power, it's mm-hmm. it's damn good for. Okay. But I'd check it out and see if it actually works on that bow. Yeah, because right now the pair of weapons I'm running with is either the one pair I have is a uh, Dawnstar with Chillrend, or my Chill main. awesome. Yeah, my main set is there are two Diamond Edge Akaviri swords that I stole. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, a long time ago, and just made them improve them, made them epic now. But again, like since my chanting is so low, I had to start raising it. I mean, it's really, it's shameful. <laughs> it's okay, Lou. No one will say anything. No, I, I would be sitting in the corner stool with the dunce hat on my head in the attending class going, sit over there. I'm out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> so I'll probably have to spend some game hours just, you know, just raise it up. <laughs> Get it better so I can just re-enchant my weapons. Um, and on top of that, since I finally had my smithing up to 90, I made a set of that plate-looking armor that looks like plate, but it is light armor. That I mentioned last week, uh, the Shredlata armor. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's totally unenchanted, though. Uh, the original, this version of it, the modder said that uh, she only wanted it to be unenchanted in case people wanted to add their own, which is understandable, but she's actually going to come out with, with versions that will reflect the other armors in the game. And for myself, I actually want to try and see if I can. You know, you can't disenchant the Nightingale armor, can you? Darn it! No, no, can't. no you can't. So I would love to actually slap those onto the set just to get those bonuses. But uh, I'll see if there are any other alternatives because that's what you know. This set looks really cool. You know, plate armor looking set, but it actually is it's light armor with a shield and sword and a cool looking helm and. I like the look, so I want to see if I can complement that and maybe switch out the Nightingale armor set for that one. What's uh, what's the name of the set? Uh, oh, the Shred Lata armor. <clears throat> it's a mod. <laughs> it's a mod on the the Blue? Steam Workshop. You need to check out the Dark. I believe it's called the tar- Dark Tower. I'll I'm gonna look it up right now and I'll tell you. But there's a certain mod you have to get that has probably the coolest light armor sets in the game, even for modded. Ooh. So I'm gonna look it up really quick and go ahead. I'll tell you in a sec. Okay. But yeah, I mean, once I get that figured out, you know, I'm going to chant that set. Once I get my chanting up and just slap that on. Just use the that sh- the Schweit lighter. Um, yes. I know there's probably someone in Germany or German speakers going, oh my God, sacrilegious. Yeah, but that's it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Schweit lighter. Schweit I'm, I'm trying to look for it on, on Google right now so I can show the uh, the live stream. You know what I'm going to do, Lou? I'm just going to copy and paste it. Yeah, here we go. He's got it right here. Oh, uh, Germany, you're so silly with your he- words. <laughs> the Hefferweizen armor. Actually, it's, <laughs> Lou, the armor I'm talking about is called the Black Tower Armory. Black Tower Armory? Okay. Look it up. It is, is it on fantastic. Steam? Or is that, that it's on Steam. Nexus? It's on Steam. 
Oh, nice. And it's the coolest looking armor Ooh. with some of the best enchants. It's the same as Nightingale, but oh upped by about 15, 20%. Are you serious? Yes. It's oh my god. BA How is that not OP? <laughs> <That's>, <clears throat> I don't care. I'm going to use it. <laughs> it. It is OP, but it is sexy. Uh, it, and besides, everyone always asks me about when they're watching live stream, I have a quest to get human hearts. They always ask me where that quest comes from. It's from that quest chain, or from that black tower. Because in order to make that armor, you need human hearts. Nice! So... <laughs> Oh, that's epic. Wow, uh, holy crap. <laughs> you see what I'm showing the live stream here? I have a sudden oh. craving for watermelons, I swear. Yeah, Liz is asking, is she smuggling planets in her corset? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we think they're moons. <laughs> is that, that Narshada? Yeah, this lady has moons orbiting wow. her name. Uh, anyway, oh my goodness. now that we've gotten completely off the topic here. Oh, we're, we're still on the topic. We're talking about the heifer in arm. <laughs> heifer is, you know, anyway. Yeah. So that's pretty much been my week so far. And yet, I you know, I still haven't touched Dawnguard. <laughs> all this stuff in the main quest line, I haven't touched Dawnguard at all. Just sitting there saying, what the heck are you doing, man? <laughs> and at this point, I still don't know who I'm going to support. You know, be vampire or you know be a stake driver. I'm not sure yet. I'm be a, a werewolf. No. You know, I have that quest line too. I'm, almost, I, I'm up to that point in the storyline where I actually have to choose to become one. But I'm like, yeah, but I want to play Dongo too. So you have to I'm go werewolf what? so that we can hear about the werewolf tree. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. I tried not to yet, have we? With the werewolves? No. All right. Yeah, all right, then I'll, I'll go that route. Thank God for multiple save files. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Amongst eight different alts. Yeah. No. Totally forgot about um, the, uh, the, the, the werewolves in this. Thing. Yeah, well, they have their totally own forgot about right it. Now because, well, they underplayed it so much. Yeah. They were announcing Dawnguard. This is very true. All right. Lou, got anything else for us? Oh, no, that's it. I'm good. Jillian? Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm good, as you can see. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Well, uh, this week I started out playing my vampire giant chicken dude again. And I went around with him <laughs> a lot. actually went through a lot of uh, little dungeons, not really actual dungeons toward the storyline. But I just got fed up with... Uh, you know, I, I have a mod installed to make it so I can loot chests, and for some reason, it broke. So I couldn't loot chests while I was in my vampire lord form. And the the, the biggest problem with all this is, you know, you have to hop in and out, and even then, you have to change the skill to hop out, because every time you become a vampire lord, it sets your main skill to using bats, so you have to fly forward with bats. And it was really irritating, because every time I'd change, I'd have to change my secondary skill back over to uh, revert form. So I just got sick and tired of it. So I said, all right, I'm making a new character, and it's totally going to end up being a Dawn Guard. So I made my new chick. She's awesome. And uh, she... (laughs) She's uh, using bows and arrows, just like uh, everybody else, apparently, at the moment. 
and uh, I've been I've been doing the main storyline just because I'm trying to level. And I came across something which made me stop the main storyline. In the uh, the Dragon's Hold Keep, or wh- what's the main that keep? The first one you get to. The first one you get to of what? The keep. Dongard Keep. It's, no, the keep. <laughs> the the first one. In White Run. White Run. Yeah, the name of okay. it. Okay. Oh, oh, Dragon's Reach. Dragon's Reach. Thank you. Um, in there, the, the, the mage dude who actually sells you mage stuff, the one who tells you to get the dragon tablet at the very beginning of the game. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's in my pocket? <laughs> yeah. He, behind him is his bedroom. And in his bedroom, or, or study, or wherever that little area right behind him, is a bookcase. And on that bookcase, they added a few new things for Dawnguard. Specifically books that will start a, a specific quest called... The Aetherium Wars is the name of the book. And wow. I started this. This quest is just cool. I know I'm way, way, way under-leveled for it, and I died probably a million times doing it, but it was so much fun. I have not had this much fun in, in playing this game in months. Wow. They they added so many new things, traps, um there's these new locks, which I'm not going to tell you how to unlock them, but there's a way to unlock them with arrows. Really? Mm. Yeah. It's nice. awesome. And you have to go through, you have to, to pick up clues while you're going around. I found out, I was researching the quest before the show today. I found out I missed something. And it's something I need to tell y'all about. If you're going to do this quest, and I recommend you do it, listen to the... There may or may not be another person who tries to help you through this quest. Listen to her. Listen to her very closely. Because I didn't. Now I'm going to have to go back into the dungeon and find what she was telling me to look for. I don't know. Can I give away this the, this item, Joe, or would it be... Yeah, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, okay. But you're gonna tell me off the air though. I'll tell you after because you're gonna you're gonna squee like little girl just like I did. Okay. I'm really oh. looking forward to this now. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm looking up the uh, I'm looking up the quest right now in uh, the Elder Scrolls wiki, and it's like screw spoilers. I want to know. <laughs> the, the quest itself, if you look it up, is called Lost to the Ages. And apparently it takes like five steps just to get through this quest. And each dungeon is a full-size dungeon for each quest. You get all the way to the end of it, and it you real you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, I finally did the first dungeon, and you realize this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, I'm I'm getting into this so much wow. just to, to play this one quest. How many hours in this quest do you have so far? I, man, I put a ton of... Well, I'm way under-leveled for this. I know I'm way under-leveled for this. There are... what? Are the, there are just crazy enemies in here. It's the Taurus and the uh, the, the blind elf dudes. Yeah, the blind elf. Yeah, the Falmer. Yeah. The Falmer and the Turbos. The are freaking crazy. <laughs> They're jumping out of the elves. walls at me. Really? Yes, this is just this quest line is insane. The, you are okay. You are not prepared for this quest line if you're not going in there. 
will not prepared. <laughs> you are not prepared. <laughs> are not prepared. If you're not prepared to, to face down like uh, Baldwin himself, this one's crazy. Well, apparently there are amazing gifts at the end of this quest line. So I'm not going to spoil any of it. But when I get there, I hope I can because it'll probably take me a month just to get to the end of it. All right, hold on a second here, Dave. It's saying uh, first quest can be started at level 10 or above by... Okay. I'm about level 10, then. What's that? I'm, a, I'm about as low as you can get. My character's only like 10 or 11. Okay, all right. So it and, says you can get it by, at level 21, at level 10. But it doesn't say like what, what specifically you need to... What level you need to be in order to effectively do it. Yeah, effectively do it, you need to be above 10. Well above 40, 10. So I should be all right. Yeah, but you do start it by picking up and reading the Ethereum Wars, which, again, is found in Dragon's Reach. Oh, wait. Hold on. Well, at least for me it was. Apparently this book is everywhere. It's like the uh, the the Red Dagger Sword or whatever his name is. Yeah, <clears> yeah. Red Eagle? Red, <laughs> Eagle, Red Eagle, yes. Red Eagle Sword is freaking everywhere too. So it's the same thing. It, it's it's a book that you read that starts the quest, and it's a it's a damn good quest. It is, you know, it it makes it worth playing Dawnguard. Yeah, I totally agree. I I love. I know the biggest emphasis on the expansion is you know the Dawnguard quest chain, but I like the little things like this that they added into it. Oh yeah, I love having random vampires try to kill me when I'm walking around. It's great. <laughs> isn't, isn't that normal? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it looks like I was looking up the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, but oh, it's I'm, fine. I'm, this, this one's this one's cool. It's called Lost to the Ages. Is the name of this quest. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. You know how I remember how we we talked about the uh, left boob kills last week. This <laughs> <laughs> is the thing wow. I noticed. I've gotten four kill cams that are new kill cams that I haven't seen before that only happen when I strike someone in the left boob. I kid you what? not. Do you think that's the kill cam spot? I don't know. Like My girl will pull out her crossbow and just shoot. And all you see is just cut right to the, the girl I'm shooting at. And you'll see the, the bolt just plug her right in the left left boob and she'll just sit there and oh, and grab her chest and fall over dead. <laughs> just that way. Only when that happens. It's weird. Huh. Okay. So now I'm purposely aiming for that spot. Well, I guess you should, because you know it's going to kill them. You know, <laughs> there must be something under the left boob, like, you know, you know the vampire's heart. heart is no longer in the center of the chest. It moved over to the left boob, and that's why. That's the kill shot. That's where it is. That's where they store it. Every, everything else is for blood. They, they put their heart in their left boob. Their heart shriveled and got black and corroded, so the body just moved it over a little bit, get out of the way. Yeah, I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Anyway... Let's go ahead. <laughs> we don't have any news this week. There was pretty much nothing newsworthy. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the Bannered Mare. Welcome to the Bannered Mare. What can I get you? And here we are in the Bannered Mare, your roundtable discussion. 
And when I saw this topic today, it got me thinking. Evarwin, what kind of brain twister tease did you give for us today? It's a very simple question. And I think it's one of the most important questions regarding this game and, and how we play it. Um, why? Why do you still play Skyrim? I mean, um, between the months that it's been out, the the quests that you've done, the characters you've created and have deleted, recreated, deleted again, um, you've experienced a lot of things in the game. And I'm talking to you know the hosts, us, all of us. And I'm talking to to you, the listener. Um, you know, we still get emails from a lot of people all the time from PS3 to 360 to PC, people that have Dawnguard, people that are angry about Dawnguard, people that can't wait for Dawnguard, people that have uh, that, you know, I mean, just just all kinds of, you know, uh, walks of life. But at the end of the day, when they have time, they're still playing Skyrim. So, I think the answer why? is the same thing that happens when we first started start talking about Skyrim on the show. Mm-hmm. What drew us to it. And that's when we can sit here and talk about how I am playing an archer, Ivarwin's playing an archer, and Dave's playing an archer, and none of our playthroughs are the same. Not even remotely close. Is this that's a different part of experience every time you play it? I'm still seeing new, after nearly a year, I mean, we're going on, what, 10 months now? Yeah, close yeah, to it, yeah. About, yeah. And I'm still finding quests I have never seen before that are not Dawnguard. I, I have to agree. I, I kind of like feel the exact same way. Um, what about what about what about this? Um, what about the idea that you've already played so much stuff in the game, and and yet you're still finding things in the game that you've never experienced before? Like, how do you how do you feel about that? What's what, what are your thoughts on that? Is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm asking the question, like, why do you still play Skyrim? Not not to say, like, oh, you should be playing something else. I'm, I'm asking the question, like, what still motivates us to play Skyrim? Because there's something something about this game still motivates us every single night. I mean, you know, there's there's new games coming out. A lot of them, honestly, like, I'm still, I'm not even looking at. The yeah. two games, if you can boil it down to two games that I play every single week, it's Star Wars, it's Skyrim. And I have to force myself to get off of one game to play the other. I mean, they're both just equally as addicting to me. And, and you know, for Star Wars, you can kind of understand because it's an MMO, but this is a single-player game. So, so like, Lou, like, what, why are you still playing Skyrim? Well, the, long, the short answer would be it's because I still I, I have fun. Despite, no, not despite, but with all the hours I put in so far, you know, over 340 hours plus, and yet I find the game highly entertaining. I, I never, you know, I've never completed the main storyline at all in any of my characters. So I have not yet defeated the big baddie, supposedly, you know. And, and there's just so much stuff to do, so much stuff to see that I haven't, you know, haven't experienced yet. and still want to. I mean, I look forward you know, to hitting Skyrim on my laptop or desktop every day. You know, other than Star Wars The Republic and a couple of other games, but this is one of the one of the few 
I guess, single-player games that have come out in a long time to where I know there's much more possibilities out there in the game, like quests I haven't seen before, that none of us have seen before. You know, areas of the map I still have yet to explore and open. You know, even though I've crisscrossed that entire map, I know there are little nooks and crannies here and there. You know, just like an English muffin that I've yet to open up and see. And just see that one little cave, one little house that kicks off another couple of side, you know, small side quests, but still, it's stuff I haven't seen yet. Chatroom's giving some great answers, too. They're saying, uh, Crispy Crackers is saying, uh, I always think I've done everything, and then I find something new. Uh, Arajan has said, uh, knowing there's always something new around the corner. Uh, Deep Hard. River, uh, the whole character development thing is one aspect. That's why why they're still playing. Yeah, yes, and I think that's a great answer too for all of us. Like we, yeah. we all have our main, so to speak, characters we've always played. But you know what? We've always, but we also experimented with other character, you know, slash play types, play styles. You know, when we did the challenge, we all, you know, we were challenged by Joe to play a totally different style than we were used to, and it worked. Because again, you know, up to that point, until Joe's the challenge, I haven't played Sword and Board in a single player RPG in a long time, in years. Yeah, you know, so used to playing an archer, an assassin, you know, a ranger, but never the old, you know, use my sword and shield and go kill something. Um, Dave, what about you? Me, I get mad really easy. I'm Irish Italian, so I rage quit a lot. Mm. So yeah. when I'm looking to play a game, the customized rage quit button. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right on his keyboard. It's all red. It, it says rage quit. He hits it. Everything on the computer turns off. It's like the emergency <laughs> button. It Ugh. is like a, a little siren goes off at DARPA. Everything. They just like freak out. <laughs> David's going mad. Watch out. No. Um, <laughs> um. Well, what it is, is I have a different game for different moods. I have games that if, you know, I want to play multiplayer, if I want to play multiplayer with a story, if I want to play a shoot 'em up, if I want to play shoot 'em up, that's an RPG. This one, this is my game that I go to if I just want to sit down and play solo and just do whatever I want freeform. This is my RPG Minecraft. That's what it is to me. So when I need to just relax and sit down and shoot something in the face with a bow, I go to Skyrim. It's become a mainstay because nothing touches it. No. There's nothing like it. You know what really it boils down to is why people keep coming back to it. It's not just one reason. It's several. It is. I completely agree. It's the immersive world. The different play styles you can do. Creating your own character. Creating your own story for that character and being able to play it the way you want to play it. It's the immersive quest lines. The millions of immersive quest lines. It's the atmosphere, the graphics, the sounds... You put that all together, that's where you have the package. That's, you know, someone in our chat room just said exactly what it is. And you know what it is? If you had to sum it up in one word, freedom. Yes. Yes. That's what it is. This game uh, is... Braveheart style. Freedom. Freedom. (laughs) And I hope from now on, everybody makes their character with blue face paint. (laughs) Just for us saying that. (laughs) I have to say, for... For me, Skyrim is is uh, just like like Joe, like what you were saying. It's a culmination of a lot of different aspects I've always wanted in a game. Um, the freedom is is definitely like it. You know, I 
you jump in that game and you're a blank slate every single time you roll a new character. You're a complete blank slate. The customization that you can do is amazing. So I can make a character that looks similar to myself or <laughs> similar to my pet. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, I just wish they had a dog race uh, for the people that have dogs. <laughs> you know, they could they could make uh, characters that look don't, like their dog. Don't say that because then they're all going to have Brooklyn accents. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm surprised there isn't a mod out there. And that's the other thing. Like, I'm, I'll get to that later. But let me tell you, let me tell you something I've never said before. Okay, I bought the the um, the Skyrim soundtrack. To date, that is one of the best purchases I have made this year. Other than this game and like a couple of other things, like if someone said, "What's one of the best purchases you've ever made this year?" I would say, without even thinking, the Skyrim soundtrack. Why? I listen to that every single day. Not a day goes by where I don't listen to that soundtrack, at least in part. I listen to the, the music on, on, my, on my commutes when I need to wind down. Um, I listen to the last disc, which is all the, the ambient music. I listen to that every single night on loop to go to sleep. I'm not kidding you. I've done it for months. <laughs> since since February and I adore it it's amazing and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because of the the what what Joe hit on earlier is the the immersion factor that the sound brings in and when I'm playing the game and I listen to I listen to all the sounds the positional audio the music it's just it breathes so much life and then the graphics on top of it are absolutely gorgeous it breathes so much life into the game. It's just such a wonderful experience. And then on top of it, to have the customization level that you have inside the game, I feel like I can do almost anything I want to. And I have an enormous playground populated with a tremendous amount of things in which to do almost anything I want. And then you have the skill trees. Joe, yet again, you touched on another powerful thing about this game. What did you hear in this episode so far from us? Every one of us are doing some form of archery and, and sneaking. But we're not, out of the three of us, not one of us is doing it the same way. Yeah, sure, they're similar, but they're not the same. And that's, that's absolutely amazing to have mean? inside of a game. I was you, watching you, you play the other week, and you know what's also in there is different skill levels of the player. It's not your typical RPG where it's point and click. Mm-hmm. There is skill in this, and I've yeah. gotten better at being an archer over the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours I've played. And this is another thing that I want to touch on really quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. The most I've ever played a game, and I've always recorded how many hours I play in games, not including MMO like World of Warcraft, but yeah, actually it's almost getting close to equal. But any other single player game I've played, the most I ever played was Final Fantasy VII, and I put in 130 hours. Ha! <laughs> wow. All right? I'm at 300 Yeah. with Skyrim. Yep. And I'm not stopping. I'm not going to stop until Elder Scrolls Online comes out. Even then, I might still be playing Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, it's I know I will. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a completely different game. I'm still going to be playing see Skyrim. that 1K hour mark hit. I think that would just be crazy and fun. 
Someone's making the news when they hit that. <laughs> <laughs> between between you know cross platform between my 360 and my PC, I've I've invested 300 hours. About, I'd say it's rough, roughly about 300. Either it's 290 or 310. It's it's between that though. So roughly about 300 hours into Skyrim, and I've never played one character at all. And I've probably at this point have had about seven to ten different characters. I've never played them the same. And I've also never have truly played a mage. So I haven't really explored that aspect of this game yet. Yeah, that's actually going to be my next character. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to try it again. I tried it before, and I got to Mages about my 20s. And it started getting a lot better, but it was still really rough. But I heard that they, are, they are amazing. At the higher levels, they are, they're the most untouchable class in the game. But yeah, I it's it's just so hard getting to that point for me. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's I, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a magic guy, but I mean, eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump into a magic character and just love every minute of it. And that's the other thing too that's really weird about this game. Not since World of Warcraft have I personally ever seen a game that has that hook. And that hook that I'm talking about is I've played 30 hours of this game. I'm gonna walk away. And play, you know, blah 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 on my 360 or my PS3 or the PC, and then I've I've dumped 20 hours into so and so. I really want to play Skyrim again. That hook it keeps bringing you back in, no matter how long you've stayed away, or how long you have played it. Eventually, you're going back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drug, man. You can't quit it. Yeah, and uh, I've 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 not played this game. You know, I think the longest I've I've not played the game was was a couple of days. Um, we always, I mean, we always come back to the game because of the show. We like to you know play a little bit, um, and the ebb and flow of of our of our hours always you know ebbs and flows. <laughs> it always it either it, it either we either play a lot or we don't. Um, but the the fact of the matter is that we we still have that that interest that pulls us back in. And and we've been playing the game for you know an hour and a half, and you know what we want to play for ten hours and half, and then we get our weeks where we only play you know two or three hours, and and uh, but we but we come back and we have those weeks where we're we're dumping ten hours into into this this game. So, also uh, my last thing I want to say about this is the biggest factor for this for me even is this is a lot of people's primary escape from reality to go into their own reality of their choosing. Yeah, it's a wonderful game in which to do so. Right. With all that freedom it offers, it definitely is a great outlet to for everyone's imagination. I don't know. My Skyrim time might be cut down a little bit when when uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, but, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is you're going back. Oh, hell, 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 <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, for not only because I have a show to do about it, but because I still enjoy the game immensely. Like I had so much fun right. this morning, this afternoon, yesterday morning and afternoon. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It really is, and and it's 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 so it's so wonderful. I, I really, I truly, truly, truly better right now. Enjoy this game. Is let come on, Bethesda. Let Ivaro and Lou and Dave come into my game with me. Yeah. Oh my God. The live stream be going for five days straight. Where is everybody? Yeah, we, we can't do that. We do play in the game all the time. 
Can you imagine? We, uh, break. <laughs> we, we canceled Elvis without the record because the hosts have not slept in a week. And we don't pass <laughs> out the keyboard. Can you Japan imagine? And Elder Scrolls off the record and sound like, hi guys, we're back for Elder Scrolls. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Today, today we're going to go into Falkreath and talk to this old man. I totally <laughs> hit Dave with my meat shield. <laughs> is it my turn? I, I, I gotta go. Sword. So, so tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. This can happen. <laughs> yeah, Liz is saying, call in the in the in the other host to do relief duty. <laughs> oh, host. I, I just imagine Fred and Kath and Liz. Uh, we're here doing. We're doing again. Elder Scrolls off the record. What's this about again? <laughs> oh, Skyrim. Um, <laughs> brought to you by Dave's Morning Breath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're uh, gonna go ahead and move on to our next segment. Unless you get oh, really quick, is there anything final you guys want to say, really quick? I love this game, and I love it a lot. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Ow, son of a! All right, we are in the crafting table, and I'm kind of frightened after looking at the first mod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evarwin, lay it on us. Here we go. Yeah! Epic Creatures of Skyrim! Part 2. Part By HN24U Flu. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't name these people. They name themselves. <laughs> A- Epic Creatures of Skyrim 2 by H2N4, the number 4. Flu, F-L-U. So if you want to look them up, there you go. Uh, all right, so this this mod is basically built around those of you out there who have played a tremendous amount of, of this amazing game and are so godly and awesome, you can, you can one-shot dragons right out of the sky and they burst into flames and, and they hit the ground and you sit there and you smile, yeah, I'm awesome! But the challenge is out of the game for you. So what do you do? Well, you, you download Epic Creatures of Skyrim 2. Um, if you're godly and awesome in Skyrim and you're getting tired and bored of it, well, we got we got this for you. It's it's uh, it adds epic creatures into the game. Alright, now you'll get you'll get such epic creatures such as the Black Knight, who has very powerful uh, was a very powerful warrior. Dark Knight with only which a is mere flesh Apparently Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're talking Michael Keaton, Batman. Batman. I'm Batman. I think it's the Christian Bale, Batman. All right, hang on. I I gotta smoke 45 cigarettes. Hang on, I'll be right back. Yeah, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Do I look like a Skyrim creature to you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't talk to cops, man. Uh, Dark Draugr Dreadlord. Dreadlord. Uh, most powerful Draugr ever. Ever? Ever? Ever, ever. Arachnophobia. A gigantic frostbite spider. Zombies. They're not very strong of their own, but very rarely will you find zombies without 20 more of them to back them up. What? So, answer. What? <laughs> yeah. One, when I read that line, I was like, okay, you're the mod of the week. <laughs> 
And gentlemen out there, you may think you are afflicted with this, but I can assure you, you are not. The Draconis Gigantis, an extremely huge and extremely powerful dragon. He's too big to fly, but that only means he has more time to destroy you. All right. And if the, if the Draconis Gigantis wasn't big enough for you, you have Draconis Colossus. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Draconis Colossus spent 20 years trying to lose weight so that he could fly, unlike his brother. Unfortunately, he's considerably less health than the Gigantis. So we got Godzilla and Rodan. Okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> and and etc. Et that means there's more, but the author didn't want to list all of them. He has a uh, he has a two story painted cow that is the monster of all monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the udders. They're like bowling balls. They'll hit you right in the head. The sequel to the popular epic Creatures of Skyrim. Epic Creatures of Skyrim 2 contains more gigantic monsters, awesome spells, kick-ass armors, and is generally better than the original. However, the two are not compatible. The author wants to let you know that as well. So if you happen to have the first one, you got to take it off the computer, put this one on. Um, additionally, if you were not aware of, the, of this mod series until now, uh, don't download the first one if you're going to get this one because they're not compatible. Uh, but wait, there's more. As the author says, you will also be getting the Gauntlet. The Gauntlet is an extensive arena filled with rooms where you go in to kill stuff. But it's not finished yet because 46 rooms is a lot of rooms. But it's going to be awesome when it's done. So this thing is 46 rooms of, of just tons and tons of monsters. It's a, it's a work in progress, but uh, the author is apparently working on it. Um, spells, such as the Holy hand grenade. Shoots <laughs> really? one, two, five, no, no, three. You must count to thrice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the holy hand grenade has finally made its presence known. Indeed it has. It shoots a flaming jug that detonates with a planet-sized explosion. So basically, if you've... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's kind of like Joe and I got together in Minecraft and loaded up a mountain TNT. <laughs> I was about to say, it reminds me of something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hurricane, a blast of wind that sends things flying. Sounds Passing gas. Oh, oh, I got this. I, gotta, I have to get this now. Yeah. Gatling gun shoots a million arrows a second. <laughs> <laughs> Made for Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Suck this dragon! <laughs> Solar Flare, a fireball that explodes and sends things flying much more powerful in the sunlight. Wretched Force pulls NPCs to you. Flamethrower, a more powerful version of the flames spell. And Dark Shadows, no, not the cheesy 1960s. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> This launches a pulse that explodes on impact and drains the life of anything it hits, only usable by the staff. All right, and you'll also receive dark weapons and armor. There wasn't a whole lot of description um, from the author on this either, all right? But basically, it's a small feature of the mod. You will get 
some weapons, some armor, two NPCs as well. One of them will be a follower. There's there's more information um, regarding those, but not not a whole much, not too much more uh, that the that the author gives you. Um, all right, so Epic Creatures of Skyrim Two by H two N four Flu F L U. You can find them on the Steam Workshop. You know the thing that gets me about this mod a little bit turned off is the fact that the mods adds a bunch of enemies that range from hard to impossible. Why would you want an impossible enemy? Because you're so awesome and epic, but you might actually be able to kill it. It's impossible. That means there's no how epicness you are, you're not going to beat it. Well, that's the, what like, usually impossible means. Like the Matrix, Joe, these things are bound to rules inside a computer. <laughs> In <laughs> other words, console commands, right? <laughs> Amy the pill. I'm escaping this world. Amy the pill. Sir <laughs> cheats a lot, strikes again. Joe needs to free his mind. Okay, free my mind. Free, free my mind, mind, and the rest will follow. Right. No one doesn't jump the first time. Everyone falls. <laughs> what if mini he does? mod idea. <laughs> yes, the mini mod idea we'd like to give you for this week is the Palantiri by Pred Alien. P R E D Alien. A L I E N. Pred Alien. All right, fans of Lord of the Rings, rejoice! For now, you too may hold the godlike power of the Palantiri in your hands in Skyrim. Ooh. This mod allows you allow uh, this mod allows you to have these powerful orbs in your game to augment your magic in various ways. You'll have to uh, kill dragon dragon priests, however, in order to get any hope of finding them. Um, so it's. It's not necessarily a cheat because you got to do work in order to get it, but once you get it, it's definitely a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you can also uh, check out the homepage on the Steam Workshop in order to acquire the item codes too. So you don't have to just kill dragon priests, which are hard to find, and they don't drop for all of them. Item code. All right, sub up to the to the mod, open up the console, drop in the item codes, and equip your your brand new Palantiri. All right, now here's the author description for more information. All right, these seven powerful magical artifacts can be equipped to give a, to give a mage ultimate power. Each Palantir equips into its own slot, so it doesn't take the place of any other item. For visual effect, the clouds inside the Palantir swirl and rotate. Balanced stats on the orbs, 250% regen magic and 25% reduced cost for spell school. One of the orbs grants 100 magicka. And the last orb grants resisted, resist magic, 25% to resist magic. Uh, the orbs will float around your character when they're equipped. For the Palantir locations, they are located on Dragon Priest. Kill the Priest to obtain the Palantir. Also, Palantir may be found on Dragon Priest that are already dead. So if you've already killed them, you can go back and scoop them back up. All right, but like I said earlier, not all of the priests are going to have them. And uh, that's basically it. Um, there's a couple of notes here regarding uh, file size. They're saying the uh, the file is large; it's 21 megabytes, so it could take a while to download after subscribing. All righty, yeah. Talk about your OP mods. Yeah. But the other yeah. one, when I get my character so high and I finish so many quests, I might put that one in there just for some fun, and then Indeed. live stream me trying to take on Gigantus, Draconis Gigantus. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'll, or, I'll, or I'll better yet I'll, I'll pick up the uh, Gatling gun and hunt down like a host of zombies and have at it yeah or fight off your Draconis Colossus I'll basically or go, I'll go Joe finally <laughs> found that painted cow 
I'll go eight <laughs> crazy on him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that soundboard was good for something. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, must have. I'm buying it. <laughs> awesome. That was perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to the Elder Scroll. A fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. And here we are in Lou's segment, the Elder Scroll. Lou, take it away. Thank you. Today's lore segment, I'm going to cover Namira, the shadowy mistress of decay, gorger upon the dead, or as every hold guard tells you, oh, your breath is terrible, what have you been eating? Ah. <laughs> well, seriously, uh, no, 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 Namira, yeah, she's a daedric prince, princess, whatever, she's female. Her sphere is the Ancient Darkness. She's also known as the Spirit Daedra, the ruler of the sundry dark and shadowy spirits. She is also associated with spiders, insects, slugs, and other repulsive creatures which inspire mortals with instinctive revulsion. And this is where she picks up her titles of the Mistress of Decay and the Devourer of the Dead. Now, she can be summoned by mortals, aka Liz. Yes. <laughs> Her summoning date is the ninth of the second seed. However, she can also be summoned by her shrine. You know, while, she, while you're in the shrine, by someone who is repulsive. She has a thing where she doesn't like attractive people. So... Well, that's definitely Liz. <laughs> <laughs> She's attracted to every ugly male NPC in this game. <laughs> oh. Ouch. In a little history of Namira, there's a tale about a person who had dealings with this prince sometime in the first era. His name is Weedle, and since very little is known about him, however, what is known is that he was the 13th child of a king in Valenwood. And as such, Weedle was in no position to take the throne or even inherit much property or have any wealth. Somehow in his travels, he had an encounter with his dating prince, and he begged her to be her apprentice, lusting after power, until finally Namira just gave up a resignation. Now she gave him three blessings, and these blessings are disease, pity, and disregard. After this, we became a beggar. A terrible beggar at that. Actually, he's horrible at it. <laughs> a successful kind, but yes. However, with these blessings, his name became quite well known, became a legend amongst the beggars. And with the disregard power that was given to him, he discovered that this power gave him access to the secrets of all of the realms. Because people would unknowingly say things around him where he could hear an eavesdrop. And soon enough, 
Weedle grew in such knowledge, he knew every little thing going around with every citizen in the city. I read this book. Yes. I've seen it a couple times adventures and all my alts. So when I finally met read this uh, next note coming up, it was quite, uh, I was like, wow, this is where it's originating from. Mm-hmm. To the present day in Illustrator Skyrim, indeed of all Tamriel, it's been said that if you really want to know something, you go ask the beggars. They have the eyes and ears throughout the cities. They know all the little secrets of the daily lives of all its citizens. And its complete tale is recorded in the book titled The Beggar Prince, which is where I just noted, yes, you can encounter this book in your travels in the game. Now, the mirror comes to the forefront in Tamriel history during the events of the Elder Scrolls Oblivion, if you played it, right? So when summoned by the champion of Cyrodiil, that'd be you, the player, <laughs> the mirror would speak to the champion about the Forgotten, to where a group of fanatical worshippers that lives in the darkness of anger. And for some reason, the priests of, some priests of Arcade were planning to bring the light to this realm and save the Forgotten Ones. And this same champion was then asked by Nimura to use a spell granted by her to use on the priests and let the Forgotten Ones finish them off. And we all you know, pretty much can safely assume that yes, when the spell was used, these poor fortunate priests met their end in Hanga. And for this action, Nimura rewards the champion with her ring. The Ring of Nimura. Now, where have we heard this before? <laughs> yes, it's in the game. It's in Elder Scrolls Skyrim because I think I think Joe's had it. Um, I don't know if Dave has had it. I the Ring of the Mirror right, has a strange enchantment. While this ring is being worn, the person's stamina is increased and the wearer can feast on the dead. Are you listening, George Romero? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Making my own little notes here, loving the fact that you cited George Romero on this. <laughs> Yes, and officially in the game, with the ring in the mirror, it grants you plus 50 to stamina, plus 50 to health, and health regeneration for five minutes. However, there's a danger using this ring because you'll acquire a bounty if you're feeding on corpses in the presence of a guard. Come on, people, have some dining etiquette. <laughs> if you're going to use some vile eating <laughs> ritual, do it out of sight, out of mind. So, this is the mirror, the Dajic Prince. There's a lot more out there. I hope you enjoy this little tidbit. Yeah. The worst possible question in all of Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it yet. <sighs> you need to just so you can get the gross out factor. Yeah. And it's also counts, I believe, towards the achievement, won't it? To get your it artifacts? Does, yeah. Okay. All so. right, then. Great job, Lou. We're going to go ahead and move on to our town square. <laughs> Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. And here we are in the town square. Your emails and iTunes shoutouts of the week. And our first email comes in from Austin Nevermore. And he ah, says... Nevermore. <laughs> <laughs> I have... Now, when Ivarlin is trying to put another voice into his repertoire... Sorry, sorry. We're going to move on to the email. <laughs> Uh, I have Skyrim for the PC, so naturally I've installed a number of mods over the course of playing. 90% of these mods I've used are purely aesthetic. In all, I have about 38 mods, including the two high-res texture packs that Bethesda gave us. The first bug I noticed was my, in Dave's words, Foos Rota. Whenever <laughs> I tried to use it, instant crash. 
I like to think that it became so powerful that it just destroyed the entire game world. Anyway, once I got Serena, Serena, as a follower, I noticed that my game would freeze for several seconds at seemingly random times. I checked online and found that I'm not the only one with this issue. I decided to remove all my mods and only keep Dawnguard and the two resolution packs and stick with vanilla gameplay to see if my problems would be fixed. The game now crashes on the first loading screen. I tried to enable live another life or live another life again and see if that was the issue, but still crashing. Please help. Your loyal fan, Austin. <clears throat> um, usually you have a corrupt game file or a corrupt file for that. You have to uninstall Skyrim completely and reinstall through Steam. It's got corrupt files. Which were caused by some of your mods, which can happen. So unfortunately, you're going to have to do that. Just go into Steam, you go into your library, you can remove Skyrim, and next time you go back in, they'll give you the option to reinstall, I believe. So, you should be fine. Yeah, you've really got to watch those mods, uh, guys. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I know uh, one of the best things about the PC is, is all the mods, but, you know, you also have to remember that those mods don't necessarily get updated all the time. And that can cause problems with your game and if you've got a lot of mods some people out there have you know 20 30 40 50 mods believe it or not uh, 50 mods on their computer it's going to cause some issues so got to watch it oh yeah <clears throat> we are aware of a, of all the crashes going on with Dongard uh it really boils down to guys is just removing the with the the actual official um, fix from Bethesda is to remove all mods and then just un reinstall one at a time and play the game and see as a stable. So you pick the most important mods that you want to play with, <clears throat> remodeled uh, armor, and that's right. <laughs> and just keep going until you get what you need. And if you if it crashes right after a certain mod that you install, you know that's where your problem is, and you can just keep it out of your rotation until it's updated. Uh, anything else, guys? No. Uh, next email, Ivarwin. Uh, yeah, this comes from YouTube Master, and uh, I'll I'll read this as he as he has has typed it out. Hi, uh, I know you will get emails like this every day, but well, don't know how to say this, but one word. Wow, you guys are epically awesome in every way possible. It's impossible to be way cooler than you guys. Here's some good stuff for you. Dave, keep on ranting. Joe, keep being Joe. Brago, keep pooping in the sand. Lewis, keep being the lore master. Man with a hundred voices, don't know how to spell your, your name. Sorry. Keep up being a hundred people from some dude who loves you guys. Not love love, just loves your podcast. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Liz or Lists or Liz or Liz has a sexy hot voice and my name is Bordist, like border board. PPS Maluka rules from YouTube Master. I saw his email and just shook my head like, wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I don't you can't love the podcast. Just don't love the <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He loves the podcast, not love love. But love. <laughs> <laughs> a kid love your pets just love your pets <laughs> what are you trying to say Luke? we're now pets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway Lou you want to grab the next email 
Okay, our next email comes from Phil D. Phil writes in, Hi guys. Do not get the DLC, and the talk of all the bugs and problems they've been having with patches just not seem real to me. I mean, if they can make Skyrim for PS3, what's the problem with making a DLC for PS3? Surely it's the same thing, isn't it? Also, the bugs in Skyrim are so many, I have so many side quests that I can't finish, it is untrue. I'm an old gamer who used to buy a game and just play it. Now it seems that you pay your money just to get bits of a game which may be work in a year or two. Saying all the game is still amazing, it looks gorgeous and sexy and I'm glad I bought it, but in the back of my mind, let's say I feel like I've been cheated. Awesome podcast, Phil D. We had a, an email this week that, I don't know if it's in here, I didn't read it, but the conspiracy theory email, did you read that one, Ivarwin? No, yeah, 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 I read it. <laughs> I almost it, go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't know about all that one. <laughs> um, this, one hat, please? <laughs> this one was edited down so much it's it's barely it's barely understandable as is in the show, and I really apologize to Phil for that. Um, but basically, what he's trying to say is that he he loves the game, um, but with all the the issues that the, the Dawn Guard's been presenting for PS3. You know he's he's not accustomed to all of that. He's an old gamer. You know he he believes um, that you buy the game, that's the game, and it's a finished product, and that's it. And he's, you know doesn't really like this whole this whole problem, this whole thing of of download content. And additionally, with all the problems, he kind of feels he's got like a bad taste in the back of his back of his throat with regarding Dawn Guard. So you know we hear you. Oh, yes, completely. yeah. Totally I, hear you. I agree. The whole PS3 situation has been messed up from day one. I'm still pulling for Bethesda to give you guys that Dawn Guard for free. Yeah. Or at least drastically reduced, like five bucks. But yeah. Any other thoughts, guys? Well, huh? Phil, I, I I say you shouldn't feel cheated because I consider DLC as an involvement to the game. I mean, the game is finished. It's complete. I mean, it's released. Okay. And the downloadable content is just, you know, it's, like it is, it's additional content to keep your interest, give you more things to do in the game. Because I think games nowadays, they're ever-changing, ever-evolving. And with DLC, it just, makes it, it just makes it happen. It makes it possible. All right. Dave, are you alive? Yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> you got the next email, buddy. I'm sorry about that. I was I was coughing like crazy for a minute there. I had to mute. Um, this next one comes from Rod Q, a.k.a. Nikator. Awesome nickname, bro. All right. Uh, this one comes in. says, hey, guys. Keep up the great work. Best podcast ever. Thought you would appreciate this method of fulfilling your first dark sacrament if you are a little sneaky illusionist like me. Mm-hmm. I know we were talking about illusion earlier. I actually read this one. This is hilarious. Y'all ready for this? Need Ready. illusion skill of 50 and silent casting perk. You sneak into the Riften Orphanage while Grelda yells at the kids, silent cast courage on her assistant, then fury on Grelda. Grelda goes berserk. The kids <laughs> scatter everywhere. Her bespelled assistant then kills Grelda with her bare hands as you watch and chuckle. 
<laughs> no orphans are harmed in the in, in the making of this assassination, but it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so trying this my battle mage. So I gotta do this. That now. is like the I, most creative way of doing it. I love that. <laughs> I, I gotta say thank you, Rod. I, I have to try this now. This is awesome. Sure, one of our listeners had to trump us on our Greylog kills. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome way to do it, though. <laughs> Best Greylog kill of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, our next email. I am not reading the end of this email, just saying. <laughs> Dear, Slayer... <laughs> yes, you Dear Slayer of Worlds, many of many voices, Loremaster, and Day. I have an idea about TESO. That I'd like to share with you. I think it would be cool if a region of Tamriel that is known in the time of the Elder Scrolls games that is known, okay, I'm make sure I got that right, is not mapped or explored in the time of the MMO, and the players are tasking are tasked with exploring it. This could include synchronizing your map, Assassin's Creed style, from the peak of a mountain, top of a tower, or lip of a valley. I would have a blast doing this, and it would be rewarding for long-term Elder Scrolls fans who get to explore places. They've already visited in Elder Scrolls games. Tell me what you think, Mark. P.S. Love the show. Longer and more episodes. And what Dave says at every end of every show. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not saying it. Sorry, Dave. D I E N Force. Now Dave mutes for another three minutes and coughs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? I think it'd be a neat idea. I mean, yeah. the game itself takes... We, what, you all know the timeline of the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's perfectly... That could be, that's feasible. I think it'd be a nice element in the game. Like, yeah, go to this area. It, you know, turns to be Somerset Isles. You know, or maybe Valenwood itself. That you have to explore. Or elsewhere. <laughs> Map it out. Yep. Alright, then. Next email. Mystery Varwin. All right, this comes from Harvey, and Harvey says, Hey, guys, it's my first time writing in. I love the show. I've been listening since the first episode. Thanks, Harvey. Thanks for your support, man. And he goes on to say, Now that you all have Dawnguard, check out the Lost to the Ages quest, which is started by reading the Ethereum Wars book, which you can find in Castle Dawnguard and around the world. It's a long side quest, it's a long side quest which has a choice of three fantastic rewards. It's quite a hidden quest, which is added, which is added by the Dawnguard expansion. It's not part of the Vampire slash Dawnguard quest. Please check it out. Keep up the excellent work, Harvey. We did talk this about this. This is the one I was did. talking about earlier. Yeah, this is so cool that we have another person talking about it who found this quest. I mean, this is possibly the coolest thing I found in Dawnguard yet. I love it. I love it. I'll get the next email. I'm going to try that quest, by the way, as soon as I finish up my uh, my three slow time shouts, which Yvarwin's going to get, too. Hey. Just saying. Next next email. OMG. Soulkarn. It's Blackreach the sequel. Seriously. OMG. By Tubello. Oh, my God. Soulkarn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't want any spoilers. I'm going to wait until I get to this point, and I'm good and ready. But another black reach? Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Two days later, what the hell am I? (laughs) Wasn't Joe supposed to be here for the recording today? 
Got lost in Black Breach. It's cold. I'm alone in a dark place. I, I have to take. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take. I can't go with this giant watching me. <laughs> All right, Lou. Five star review shout outs. Okay, our five star review shout out to America. Tabletron. Nate Dog. One three zero four. Foos Roda. Dave. Copyright infringement. <laughs> Viperman. Holly E. Silage Dice. Chip 374. Our friends up north in Canada from Parka Mike. And from our friends across the Big Pond, the United Kingdom, Great Britain. Adairies. Uh, Adairies. Is that how you pronounce that? Adairies? I hope so. Or Adairies. <laughs> Adairies, Mike. <clears throat> anyway, they had a new uh, uh, Australian for beer commercial. That cracked me up. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Which I'm not going to get into it. Well, there's this hot girl coming out of the ocean and it says 10. And then it, the camera pans down and she's holding the beer and it says 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sorry, it just came to mind. Awesome I don't know why. Be, mate. <laughs> that's awesome. I love those commercials. They're the best. Great. I want to, you know what my dream vacation is? Seriously? is to go to Australia, I want to go out to the Great Barrier Reef and go in a oh. shark cage. Awesome. I want to be in with the Great Whites. You know, on an off-topic that's related to that whole thing that you're just saying about the cage, Jenny has this thing about, because it's, you know, shark... <laughs> wow, this is about to get freaky. It's a, <laughs> Jenny's got this whole thing where she wants to go swimming with the sharks at a local aquarium. And she wants me to go with her. <laughs> do it! Now, they do a shark tank with a, with a metal cage. So you get inside of a metal cage, go into the shark tank. And she's like, come on, you got to do it with me. You got to go with me. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it with you. I'm like, what are you, out of your mind? Like, that's, that's a great idea. Let's take a claustrophobic person, myself, put him in a, in a metal cage, drop the metal cage into 15 feet of water, and then, I don't know, Let's throw 30 sharks in the mix. Like, no, I'm going to die from hyperventilating. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just being overdramatic. I'm like, I'm telling you, if a shark gets too close to that cage, I'm pulling off my mask and I'm breathing the water deeply. <laughs> you know, I, I think you're going to agree with me on this. I live by three simple rules when I have to choose between going out anywhere. First rule, I never get on a ride where my butt goes above my head. I never... Deal with anything that has more limbs than I do. That that's you know bugs, spiders don't touch it. Mm-hmm. And the third and final thing, I don't deal with anything that has teeth sharper than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love sharks. I wanna, you know, you can get a nasty bite from a duck. I'm one of those crazy <laughs> you know, people that won't even. Y'all is crazy. <laughs> What's that, Joe? I'm one of those people that's crazy enough to be in a sh- go into a, a shark tank without a shark cage. As long as they weren't, you know, like, blue tip or anything like that. Anyway, before we get way off topic here, our <laughs> final thoughts of this show, I just want to say that uh, it's been a very Paradoxian-style episode, and I had a great time with it, and I need to get back into Skyrim. So, Ivarwin, you're going to live stream after the show, right? Uh, no, I can't, oh. unfortunately. Um, I got work early, so, I mean, I can't, but... um. 
All right. I do. I, I do have uh, one other thing. Hold on. Come come on over here for a second. Come here. Been a while. Microphone thing here. Okay. Hold on. Dungeon Quest Four is coming out pretty soon, guys. Start getting excited. No timetable yet, but it's coming out soon. Bring <laughs> Paul back in his cage. All right. He's back. You got the dirty old man out. Awesome. Yeah. He's getting excited. He's getting comes out and come out and talk for a few minutes. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Ivar, on your final thoughts, or was that it? That was, uh, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Lou, your final thoughts. My final thoughts, Epic Creatures of Skyrim 2. I want H2N4 flu. I want the Brute Squad. (laughs) The Brute Squad. I want the Brute Squad. Because, you know, I can be the Brute Squad. (laughs) That's epic, right there. Dave. I'm going to marry me with my character because that's what cool people do, apparently. <laughs> now, if you were what? playing a guy character who was very, like, like one of the lizard guys, and then you went to go marry your person, that would be kind of creepy. Uh, that would definitely bring out a new minority that people aren't used to. <laughs> See, Dave playing another, an avatar, marrying another avatar of him. Mm. Yep. Death. Like- Daleks are going to freak out. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then my name is episode Weird, Weird Paradox. It's a good idea. All right. How to reach us. You can find everything about this show at ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. That's all one word. Everything about our network, Quest Gaming Network, all our shows, and all the shows that do not have their own little iTunes feeds or own websites can be found at questgamingnetwork.com. That includes Dungeon Quest. All right. Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com is our email address. Feel free to email us about anything. All your thoughts are welcome. Please take the radio survey. It's found on any of our sites. only takes five minutes and is extremely important to the shows. Also, our ten minute or ten minute or ten dollar mentions. Anything you want to mention <laughs> at the beginning of the show within reason. A little ten second spot for you is ten dollars per episode per show. Uh, also, it can be anyway. Don't forget <laughs> our other shows: Diablo Off the Record on Fridays, Minecraft Off the Record on Sundays, Star uh, Swator Reforged on Mondays. All recorded live at livestream.com forward slash the quest show, all one word, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The Diablo Off the Record is at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and when we record Planet Side Off the Record every other Thursday, this next Thursday will be a Planet Side Day, recorded yes. at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, our Twitters, Elder Scrolls can be found, Elder Scrolls Off the Record anyway, is at Elder Scrolls OTR. I can be found at author J.R. Wilson. Ivarwin can be found at Ivarwin. Go figure. E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. That's how you spell it. Don't forget it. <coughs> Lou can be found at GamerGuy11B. Dave is at D... <sighs> you're you're D only going to get me to yell it once per episode, bro. D- Don't even worry I- about it. D-I-E-N-Force! <laughs> <laughs> breathe, man! Breathe! <sighs> <laughs> Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network, and I just want to say, boost for all you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. May the foos be with you. Yeah.
Good night, everyone. Thanks for all being here. See you all again next week. First Rota, y'all. Have a good one.